48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. As part of a plan to develop a northern metropolis, the government opens up Chartal Cock Pier to local tours. Dragon Boat Racing returns after a two-year break because of the pandemic. And President Biden makes an impassioned call for stricter laws to contain US gun violence. The government has launched a pilot project that will let local tours use Chateau Cock Pier, which is located within the Frontier Closed Area and was previously closed to the public. The pier will be open to tours during weekends and public holidays. Wendy Wong reports. Speaking at a ceremony to mark the project's launch, Chief Executive Kerry Lam said the government hoped to develop the border town of Chateau Cock into a major tourist spot. She said the pier opening was part of a plan to develop a northern metropolis announced in her 2021 policy address. She said tourists would be able to take ferries from the pier to outlying islands such as Lychee Wo and Cat O. Mrs Lam also said Chateau Cock residents would be able to sell souvenirs at a designated site nearby. The Security Bureau says the pilot project will last for six months and that officials will assess its impact on residents and traffic. Next. Dragon Boat Racing has returned to Tai O after a two-year break, drawing both residents and crowds living outside of the Lantau fishing town to watch. Competing athletes have to be triple-jabbed and give negative test results to take part in the races. The epidemic forced organisers to suspend the event for two years, and those taking part were excited to be back. I'm very happy. I haven't raced for a long time. The atmosphere is great. We haven't really raced in the past two years and it was quite boring. And now we can all have some fun doing dragon boat racing. Turning overseas, President Biden has made an impassioned call for stricter laws to contain gun violence following recent shootings at a Texas school and at a hospital in Oklahoma. In an address from the White House, he said guns were now the number one killer of children in the United States. Listing a raft of measures, he said it was time to act. We need to ban assault weapons in high-capacity magazines. And if we can't ban assault weapons, then we should raise the age to purchase them from 18 to 21. Strengthen background checks. Enact safe storage law and red flag laws. Repeal the immunity that protects gun manufacturers from liability. Address the mental health crisis, deepening the trauma of gun violence and as a consequence of that violence. Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has signed a $1.3 billion land compensation deal with the Siksika First Nation, saying they were gathered to right a wrong of the past. In 1910, the federal government seized almost half the tribe's ancestral lands in the province of Alberta to give to settlers. Mr Trudeau said the government of the day had ignored the wishes of the tribe's leader. He said that he hoped that the government would be charitable to his people. But as we all know, during the 1910 surrender and subsequent actions, the government acted dishonorably. The Siksika chief, Ure Crowfoot, said the settlement would help make his people a thriving nation, though it would not make up for past wrongs. Buckingham Palace has announced Queen Elizabeth will not be attending today's National Service of Thanksgiving at St Paul's Cathedral in London, part of her Platinum Jubilee celebrations, due to the activity required. The BBC's Nicholas Witchell reports. 
We had understood that the service at St. Paul's was the most important event in the Jubilee programme for the Queen, given the importance of her Christian faith. We understand from the palace that she experienced these episodic mobility issues during the day today. She encountered some discomfort, so with great reluctance, we're told, she has pulled out of the service tomorrow at St. Paul's. But it underlines, I think, that we are now entering somewhat unknown territory. One by one, she's handing over these major public events to the Prince of Wales. The underlying message really from the palace increasingly is focusing on the future for all that we're celebrating the past and the Queen's own message talked about her confidence in the future. The NATO chief says the alliance is in touch with Turkey to find a united way forward which would address Ankara's concerns over Sweden and Finland's prospective membership. This requires unanimous backing from NATO's 30 member states. Following talks in the White House with President Biden, Jens Stoltenberg also said the West had to be prepared for the long haul and brace itself for a war of attrition in Ukraine. Most wars, and also most likely this war, will at some stage end at the negotiating table. But what we know is that what happens around the negotiating table is very closely linked to the situation on the ground, on the battlefield. So we need to help them, to support them so uh, they can uh, achieve the best possible uh, outcome of this uh, conflict. The United States has welcomed a two-month extension to the ceasefire in Yemen. President Biden promised Washington would remain engaged in the process over the coming weeks and months. The State Department spokesman Ned Price said it was an important moment for Yemen. This extension brings further relief and hope to millions of Yemenis. This is a pivotal moment for Yemen. Yemen has the opportunity to continue this progress and choose peace instead of war, suffering and destruction. And we also very much appreciate Saudi Arabia's commitment to ending the conflict in Yemen. And we thank the governments of Oman, Jordan and Egypt for their support in helping secure the truce extension. South Africa's President Cyril Ramaphosa has denied allegations that he ordered the kidnapping and torture of men suspected of stealing four million US dollars at his farm in 2020. The accusations were made by the former head of the South African intelligence agency, Arthur Fraser. Here's the BBC's Shingai Nyoka. Mr Ramaphosa confirmed in a written statement that a robbery did take place in February 2020, but denied criminal conduct. He said proceeds from the sale of game were stolen from his farm while he was out of the country, but he reported the matter to a unit of the police service. He dismissed Mr Fraser's claims as a disinformation campaign linked to his anti-corruption fight. Some see the charges as a reflection of the rivalry within the ruling African National Congress party. Mr Fraser is considered an ally of former President Jacob Zuma. To sport and in basketball, Al Horford led an electrifying comeback as the Boston Celtics stunned the Golden State Warriors 120-108 to to draw first blood in their best-of-seven NBA Finals series. Celtics veteran Horford scored 26 points, including 11 in the fourth quarter, as Boston inflicted Golden State's first home defeat of the postseason at their Chase Centre Fortress. The Warriors have the chance to level the series in Game 2 in San Francisco on Sunday. To tennis and with the latest from the French Open, here's the BBC's Paul Serres. The American teenager Coco Goff has reached her first ever Grand Slam final after a straight sets win over the Italian Martina Trevisan at the French Open. Goff will face the world number one Iga Swiatek after she cruised past Daria Kasatkina in straight sets, winning 6-2, 6-1 for her 34th consecutive victory. We can hear from both now in a moment the 18-year-old Goff, but first the 2020 Roland Garros winner Swiatek.
being able to be in the final again, it's um, it's great, especially when I didn't know actually how I'm going to play here after so many tournaments that I've played. Um, it seemed kind of obvious for me that the streak may come to an end soon. So, so I just wanted to take it really step by step and uh, I didn't have any exact goals on this tournament and just seeing how my game is developing every match it's something that's giving me a lot of you know hope and uh, i'm just proud of myself i think i'm in a mindset now like it doesn't matter i mean i'm gonna be happy regardless i know my parents are gonna love me regardless so i'm just gonna go into it like another match so i don't i mean yeah it's a grand slam final but like there's so many things going on in the world right now that um and especially in the u.s a lot of stuff is happening right now so i think it's not important to stress over a tennis the men's semi-finals take place on Friday with 13-time winner Rafael Nadal taking on Alexander Zverev. That's followed by Norway's Kasparud against Marin Cilic of Croatia. Nadal says he is happy to still be able to compete at Roland Garros despite being hampered by a chronic foot injury. I'm just uh, enjoying every day that I have the chance to be here and without thinking much about what can happen in the future. No. Of course, I'm going to keep fighting to, to find a solution for that, but for the moment, uh, we, we haven't. <laughs> so uh, just give myself a chance to play another semifinals here in Roland Garros uh, is a lot of energy for me. To the weather forecast, mainly cloudy and hot with a few showers and thunderstorms. Showers will be heavier at first over parts of the new territories. Sunny intervals this afternoon with moderate to fresh southwesterly winds. The outlook persistently hot with sunny intervals and a few showers tomorrow and on Sunday. Heavy showers and squally thunderstorms early next week. Currently the observatory 30 degrees Celsius, humidity 76% and please be advised the thunderstorm warning is still in force. New sports and weather from RCHK. Cheers Todd. Yeah. Good afternoon, it's Radio 3, yes. Uh, James Ross with an extended morning brew, continuing through until 2 o'clock. Got some great tunes between now and then. Hope you can stay with us. Rick is 
Oh, loving a bit of uh, 1985. Pointer Sisters and Neutron Dancer talking about uh, Stranger Things with James Marsh before the news. And that, of course, focused totally uh, on the 80s. But we won't stay there. We'll come a bit closer to, to the charts of 2022. Tiger Lily moved to the city, she just turned 21. And I said, here's my love. 